Howdy folks, how are you guys doing? I hope, as always, I find you well. And now, I didn't do an emergency podcast, though I should have, as so many do when big events occur, as so many do when things that pertain to the subject that they speak on occur. But I had to meditate and marinate on what I was going to say as far as the Ukraine issue, as far as the Russia ordeal, the Vladimir Putin ordeal. And as a libertarian, I always was, first and foremost, anti-war. That's what drew me to libertarianism. That's what drew me to this concept of living. Anti-war and the non-aggression principle. And here we are again. Maybe we haven't learned the lessons from 2003 where the propaganda and I will name them by names, Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld and quite a few other political figures rushed us into war by lying us into war. And Fox being back then the number one voice box of these lies. Maybe we haven't learned those lessons. Or maybe we haven't learned that in 2011 when after the lies were exposed and the profiteers were exposed, Halliburton's company was exposed amongst others. And the connection that Dick Cheney had with Halliburton, who made billions of dollars in Iraq. Allow me to tell you a couple of facts from back then. Dick Cheney, then Vice President of the United States in 2000, was CEO of Halliburton. Then, Dick Cheney was the number one proponent of war, of invasion of Iraq. And Halliburton, after all the rubble, after all the smoke, after all the deaths, came out as one of the top winners of the Iraq invasion with billions of dollars worth of contracts. Then maybe we haven't learned that in 2011 when our Iraq invasion was officially over, we went into Libya and was indirectly or directly involved with 
creating chaos in that country and getting rid of their political leader. Never mind that Iraq and Libya had great oil reserves that, you know, would benefit our dollar, which is pegged to oil. Never mind that part. Never mind that in 2014, we went into Syria. We began to go into Syria. We began to do military operations in Syria. Never mind that in 2014, 2015, we began to aid the Saudi kingdom with their war on Yemen, the poorest country in the Middle East. Never mind that. <laughs> Never mind that Yemen, the poorest country in the Middle East, has the most fertile land on the Arabian Peninsula. Never mind that. Maybe we haven't learned that. Yemen has resources to extract and a corrupt government and that is why the people are poor not because they don't have something to provide or put out in the market that would raise the level of living for its people never mind that and now global entities are calling the crisis in Yemen the worst humanitarian crisis in the present, kids are dying and starving. Countries are blockading food from coming into the country. All because the Saudi Arabian Kingdom claims the Houthi rebels involved in the Yemenis or Involved in the Yemenis war, civil war, are trying to take over the country. And because Saudi Arabia claims the Houthi rebels are proxies of Iran, they have a right to go into Yemen and collaterally kill civilians, collaterally cause famine and health issues and all the while the weapons used are American the military logistical help is American never mind that and now here we are in 2022 after Biden pulls the troops from Afghanistan after Biden tries to wind down our Middle Eastern occupation all of a sudden Ukraine by the way the poorest country in Europe that is actually natural mineral rich 
now we are trying to finagle our way into that country by any means necessary. I am not a dictator lover. I am not a Vladimir Putin fan. The way he got into power was very, very suspicious. But that is not for me as an American to judge. That is not for me as an American to say whether it was legitimate or not. Or whether he is doing right by the Russian people. Only the Russian people know whether Vladimir Putin is doing right by them. Never visited Russia. I don't know what type of life they live. I don't know whether their education is up to par with the rest of the world. I don't know if their health programs are up to par with the rest of the world. All I know is that NATO created to curtail the power of the Soviet Union has been expanding closer and closer to the Russian border and that's Vladimir Putin's right why is it now why is it now that the narrative is the same across the board between media personalities between newscasters between political figures why is the narrative now we must not allow Putin to invade Ukraine we have shown for the last 20 years and maybe for the last century every time we get involved in a war abroad the only real losers are the civilians of the countries where we get involved and some of you may say some of you may say what are we to do allow dictators to just take over any country allow authoritarians to expand their power and take countries and resources at will listen I don't have the perfect answer but I do know one thing war is never the answer we have proven that we have shown that so we need to come with better resolutions than getting involved in the Ukraine conflict militarily. Luckily, as of this point in time, I believe Mr. Joey Biden has only hit Russia with economic sanctions. Now, let me bring another thing to the mix. As I said, Ukraine is the poorest country by GDP in Europe. But it holds, I believe, about 5% of the world's mineral resources available to us. Do not let that fact fly by your head. Do not allow that fact to go by you. So do not believe that the governments are fighting for the people. 
know the governments are always after resources that companies can come in and extract or control and thus the military industrial complex which I have been you know per se explaining or detailing the workings of in this podcast that's how the military industrial complex continues to roll on the behemoth of the military industrial complex which means any company whether it be arms or not but any company that profits from war and that involves politician politicians and lobbying and policy and the politicians and the revolving door of folks that worked at these companies going in and out of government and back to these companies that's the military industrial complex and what's the problem with it very easy the more war or the more threat of war that exists the more money these companies can extract from the situation And so us as libertarians, this has to be our number one battle cry. Once again, we cannot forget how big the military-industrial complex is. It is a behemoth. It is mammoth-sized. And so we need to put pressure on our local politicians first. We need to put pressure on the people around us even if we get in some slight arguments and tell them why we don't need to get involved get involved in another conflict so let me wrap this episode up with saying that all I want is peace for everybody even though I know our tribal nature sometimes won't allow for peace Above all, get along with your neighbor and stop watching the news. Read books. Read books that'll detail how arms companies and companies that go into war-ravaged countries profit from war and how it's just a cycle that will do nothing but aggrandize itself if we allow it to.